Jazzcast Pros. How fear looked to us as men, as fathers. It correlates differently with our counterparts, our partners, our empress, our sisters, our queens. We relate differently. We built differently when it comes to this concept. However, we all deal with death. We deal with fear. We deal with conflict problems all differently. However, the foundation of it remains the same. It's a problem. It is not a clear uh, directive, especially when not communicated or expressed healthy. Our fear is not, oh, I'm in the corner and I can't move. No, our fear is our destruction. Our fear and how we express it unhealthily is destructive. We cannot control everything and we cannot dominate everything. We can influence, we can mold, we can pour in, we can help develop. We can't do that through fear. You can't do that. We cannot. I'm going to say we because I'm, I'm part of that. We cannot do that through fear. Greetings. Good night. Good morning. Good evening. You could be anywhere, anywhere that you're here listening to me. Welcome to Father Torch, the podcast to help you new and renew fathers cope with the anxiety and stress of fatherhood so that you can be the dad you wish you had. I'm your host, Ra, founder of Abimelech Foundation, an artist, a father of nine. My mission is to help you reclaim the power and ease your concerns about being a father in today's social climate. So the episode comes to you through a personal experience that I have not too long ago. It was a loss. It was a senseless loss. And I'm here to talk about the fears and, uh, you know, the, the ways that most men and most of us deal with that. A lot of us as men, we fear a lot of things. I mean, we we know how to mask it. We express things very differently. We tend to internalize like children. However, we express it through anger, through aggression, to sometimes just being yell a bit. And it's not oftentimes meant to be that way, but that's how it comes out. And a lot of times the fear is not necessarily like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm fearing. It's not that type of fear because we all know at least people who are conscious of themselves understand there's levels to many of our emotions there's layers like onion to that emotion it, it, it could be the same emotion but we express it differently or we, we find it threatening or we find it confusing different levels different mentalities different concept as men sometimes we tend to try to avert it by trying to conquer it from early and sometimes that can create problems in the present because we tend to try to tackle it by leaping boundaries, leaping the steps of how to grieve or how to forget or heal. Remember this word, healing, okay? Because it's not what we think it is. And most of us, especially as men, tend to overthink this. Over We overdo it and we do more damage than heal. Everyone does it. But again, my aim is to speak to my brothers, man to man. Father to father, son to son, we have to be more honest with ourselves and more, comf- uh, you know, more forward, right? More forward with what we do and how we go about doing things. For example, men who are family men, who have family, lost family, or in the struggles in familyhood, sometimes our foresight, our insight of things, is so far ahead that when we look back, everything looks far. And when I say what I'm talking about is. We try our best to to put more out there, to do more, to be more of us protecting our family, doing what we need to do, but that we end up 
damaging more than we were protecting. And when I say see too far, I mean, we see too far that we don't see what's in front of us. And because of that, we, we, we are oftentimes misunderstood, even though your intent is well and we are good, we do more damage. We do more hurt or hurting. And we don't realize because we're not putting the connection together. For example, if I have a wife that I love dearly and I don't allow her to be her, to voice her opinion, to speak when, when she may feel some type of way in any situation. And I'm doing this because I want to protect it because of what I've seen or grown up under, or I want the structure to be a certain way without giving your partner their time or day to express or to be themselves naturally. And you always, you know, on it because you're trying to prevent things to happen. You're trying to prevent things from being hurt. You try to close the gap, you know, not allowing nothing to happen. You're doing more damage because you're not allowing it to be free and boisterous and as themselves. They have to be on eggshells. They have to be on, um, you know, more than what they normally would be on a relaxed situation. A lot of times when it comes to relationship for men, I know a lot of times women will say things like, well, you know, uh, my man loves me and I do this because I, you know, because he loves me and this and that. And the thing is, most of the time, believe it or not, most men, it's not the love that gets us. It's not the love that says, oh, I feel fulfilled. It's the respect. It's the honoring. It's the attentiveness. If all you did is whine and complain, our fear is that you're going to use and hurt and damage. So we express it differently. We express it in a way that is not so much favorable for you, but it's damaging to the relationship itself because I'm always on guard, right? I'm always going to be, you know, the man, right? I got to be the guy. And it should not have to be that way because you are on guard all the time. There's no time for you to be gentle. There's no time for you to be affectionate. There's no time for you to let that guard down and to be vulnerable. It's a key word, right? Vulnerable. It's hard enough already to be vulnerable as a man, especially in this society as a black man. It's hard to be vulnerable than to come home and be vulnerable to someone who all they do is jab at you. It could be hard, brothers. I know. And the fear is, is that although you may love her and although you met under certain circumstances or you kinder situations or loving situations, it becomes this situation only because there's no communication and understanding. I'm not telling my brothers to take abuse, verbal abuse, disrespect, belittling, emasculating. What I'm saying is to have an open mind and understand that being vulnerable is more than just simply having a fear or being open to damage. But you have to be vulnerable in order for you to see certain things and certain insights of certain abilities or loving factors. We can't control everything. So when we try to control everything, we tend to cut out the creator, the ancestors, right? We tend to cut out because we're trying to prevent things from happening. But the truth is, as men, we build walls and we build them so high that even us can't see over it. We build them so much and we build them so strong at times that it blocks even our development. And our development is the key to us being who we are, to be that power, that royal and that kinghood that you are, that you possess, that loving and nurturing man, strong, powerful, sometimes sensitive. 
other men because we didn't allow ourselves to heal from our scars and trauma, to heal from our rite of passage to, into manhood, much less into fatherhood. There's no transition. So we tend to put up these walls and we don't take them down. Sometimes we leave them up and we alienate even the ones we love dear. My fathers understand fear, fear feeds in and footing right into the place of perception and assumption, anger, depression, even suicide. We can do this all day about, you know, what leads to what and what this and that and whatever the case may be. But the reality is, what is the fear that most fathers fear? Most fathers fear unable to provide, to have their family break apart, the anxiety of separation, you know, my kid's here and you over there and someone else doing this here and I'm not able to reach, protect, or love. The fear that I'm not given enough. The fear that I'm, I gotta be on the grind or I am categorized or ostracized as being less or weak than the fear of others questioning my fathering. Is it good? Is it strong enough? Is it well? Is it, is it, is it what it should be? It doesn't matter what we do and how we do it. We cannot control or dictate everything. We have children. We all have children. We wouldn't be fathers. We wouldn't be fathers if we didn't have children. We all are fathers who have children. Lord behold, Lord behold, we instill such greatness in them. We instill power, strength. We give them the sense of the game. We give them, I mean, truth. And no matter what you give them, they cannot give them a mind. We cannot control every little thing they do. If they start to put on eyelashes, if they start to put on makeup, if the sun starts to wear shorter clothes and more, you know, more baggier clothes or, or, or even slimmer clothes, if we start being more attractive to whoever, we can't control these things because these are part of development, biological, in nature, development that we cannot control. All we can do is mold and guide. But when we let our fears become unbalanced, our love becomes you know, it seems less, but it's there, but it's just unbalanced. So we become aggressive, moody. Every little thing is an issue. You, you know, you, you fart too loud, you burp too loud. You, and I get it. It's our duty. It's embedding us to protect our loved ones. But we live in a world that no matter what you do and how you do it, you are one against a thousand. You are one against a thousand. And although you may hold the majority, the 51%, the other 49 will always try their best daily to trick, manipulate, you, you name it. However, don't allow your fears to overcome it, to overcome you, consume you with such rage and frustration that you feel that you need to control every little thing to get everything in order. If you are always at a tension, always at a grip, and always holding on with a kung fu grip, you lose them. They become resentful of you because you're not, you're not just simply protecting. You are stifling the growth. Now, again, I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm telling you. Stifling the growth with a kung fu grip cannot work. However, instilling self-worth, developing along with them qualities, abilities, talent within them works. If you, if you pour in love with them and still stay firm, and let them know that you dare, it works. But if I, all I can do is hold on to you and squeeze you and tell you you can't go anywhere because I'm protecting you, you are hurting them, brother. You are stifling them.
And this is just from the father to child. And when it comes to father or men to woman, we may feel because we are considered head that what we say goes and as we say must go. Understand, you can do anything you want, but not as long as you want. Not as long as you want. And I want you to understand this in its purest form. If you cannot appreciate trust, if you cannot communicate effectively with love and understanding and just, okay, with just, with reciprocity, just and reciprocity, you will end up losing them and regretting how you went about doing things. I'm not telling you to change your ways. I'm not telling you to change who you are or to be something else. All I'm saying to you, the factor is that love and fear is true motivation. It's the only thing, it's the only reasons why we do anything. It's the only reason why we do anything. How we think of ourselves, what we what we do, how we think of other people, how we view their view of us. It'll dictate how how high our wall is, how thick the wall is, how how what color it be, right? And then we depict it. Not to reflect them, you know, reflect them. We would depict it at us. We build the wall to protect us or to block us from others. We have to be better and mindful of what we are doing. This is why I mentioned before about what we got to destroy versus what we got to build. Sometimes we, in life, especially as men, we already go through rite of passage. This is why we destroy certain things and rebuild other things. We protect you as a child, can I protect you as a man? I said this before. What I'm saying in all due respect is we as men must connect, must connect to our ancestors, to the Most High. We must connect with the fact that our fear is not, oh, I'm in the corner and I can't move. No, our fear is our destruction. Our fear and how we express it unhealthily is destructive. We cannot control everything and we cannot dominate everything. We can influence we can mold, we can pour in, we can help develop, we can we can we can build skills, but we can't make you use it, we can't make you like it, and we can't make you do it. None of that we can do. Not without hurting them, forcing upon them another level of pain and resentment. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, check out the Healthy Illness Podcast with me, Kelly Marie, as we build healthy relationships while living with mental health conditions. I'm diagnosed and live with borderline personality disorder, major depression, and generalized anxiety. And despite those diagnoses, I've been able to live a full life. I have healthy relationships, a great career, and my mission is to help you do the same. So join me for Healthy Illness Podcast. New episodes every Monday on the Jazzcast Pros Network, found on the podcast player you're listening to right now. Be the light. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. For us fathers who have girls, I, I myself, it is a beautiful and painful, painful, I'm telling you, beautiful and painful reality. Because although they are beautiful, they are dangerous. 
because you're dealing with things and factors that, again, that's beyond our understanding. Because I, I, I know about you. I know I can't teach my daughters how to be a woman, but I can teach them and instill with them, instilling them what men, like boys, men find qualifying and in quality in a beautiful, strong black woman. But I can't teach her to be a man. She can go find someone who's similar or likeness of me, but it won't be me, especially if I don't point to her. This is what it feels like when someone treats you nice and someone finds you beautiful. To my sons, I cannot invade them about what is love to me compared to what they see love as. So I have to teach them the, 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 and prepare them for the transition, the rite of passage into manhood as well as fatherhood, even though they're not there yet. Prepare them, prepare them, prepare them in their heart, in their mind, in their spirit, in their emotion. Prepare them so they know how to treat, how to advocate, how to protect, and stay healthy in their relationship. This has nothing to do with perfection. This has nothing to do with they're going to have a you know house on the hill and, and every day is of sunshine. No. Protect, love, advocate. All of this is, is, all of this is part of the deal. All of this is something... We must, protect, we must help develop. We can't do that through fear. You can't do that. We cannot. Lord knows I've been there. Lord knows I, <laughs> I've been through that stage where I thought I was protecting him. I was hurting. I seen certain things and I you know it gave me flashbacks or, you know, I remember, you know, when I was younger or how I was and I reacted based off assumption and perception, right? We have to understand this. Not everything that looks like gold is gold. And doesn't mean everything that smells like shit is really shit. Perception have a way of triggering certain fears, especially as men. Because it's embedded for us to say, we got to protect you from men like us and boys like us. I'm going to say boys, not men, boys like us. But if I instill in them love and protection with reason and balancing, healthy, healthy, we can't go wrong. We can't go wrong. But if all I do is bash, hold, cuss, scream, yell, fuss about everything and anything. And, and I mean, again, you are right to have this fear feeling because we know what is out there. You can't control everything through aggression, through anger. We cannot control every single emotion in development. When you're dealing with teenagers, we all know there's multiple multiple emotions you are dealing with. Multiple attitudes, development. Adolescence itself is <laughs> not only bear, un unbearable to the to the teen. It, we go through it. As parents, we go through it. It's like double for us because here it is. We're just now getting over our shit. And we got to help you go, get through your shit or support you in your shit. It's not easy. Then is the healing factor. My father's, <laughs> my brother's. Healing and wall building is something that we create. We create this because it protected us. We create this because we build barriers. We built this, this, this structure so we are no longer vulnerable to everyone or vulnerable to certain type of level of pain or anger. But the understanding is that you know how you protect something so much that even you, you yourself cannot touch it. The same thing goes for healing. Healing has nothing to do with getting over, forgetting, 
and, and, and always about the forgiving. It's how you think of you. I heard this before, and it, it, it brought so much thought and so much reminder that it's you, your perception of you, how you think of you, how you think of your problem, how you think of what you resolve and what you didn't resolve and what door you left open, what window was closing, what window was, was opening. How you deal with things defines how you will heal. Give yourself time. Having empathy for yourself, loving yourself. As men, we're not trained to do these things because we're often trained to suppress our emotions and knock it down and to, and to be macho about it. Heal, my brothers. Love, my brothers. Don't be so afraid to love and don't be so much in love that you don't know what fear is. Fears, again, is not what we think it is. It is a perception of others to tell you that fear means you do outrageous thing. It can happen. Don't get me wrong. It can happen, but it's not what we think it is. It is not what we want it to be. We often take around, take tingering, and we think the fear is what others do to us, but it's more or less us, what we do to ourselves. We put up such a wall that no one can get in, not even you. Literally, you, you build a wall around yourself, and you're, you're your own prisoner. You can't escape your own wall that you built. The only way you can do that is you have to take it down. You, my brother, you must take it down. What we fear most, what most fathers fear most, again, loss, separation, right? The brokenness, the this dysfunction of a family, the disregard, the lack of love and respect, the, the ability to cannot provide, right? Even as something as simple as necessities, simple necessities, soap, water, food, right? Clothes. These fears bring on other fears, and these fears bring on other aggression and other anger and other types, again, level shit of different types of fear. We as men, we express it, we express it through aggression, we express it through frustration, misery. So I want my empress and my queen, them to overstand, to be a little mindful, to be a little overstanding that we as men, we express fear differently. We express fear not always through anger. Sometimes it's simply to shut down. Some of us shut down. We just we just we just don't we shut down. We can't we can't cope. So we shut down or be aggressive or become aggressive or come miserable or you know unapproachable or unreasonable. Try this. As men, when we feel that fear, that fear come up and that anxiety build up on us, try go to a space where you feel comfortable to calm down at least. Then create a space that you are uncomfortable. When I say uncomfortable, I mean come out of the comfort zone and try to learn and live in this space because you already mastered the space. You don't put your groove in. It's like that master chair. You got your your ass print on it. You, 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 your, your chair is built for you. That's when you, that's on your time. That's when you're doing your thing. But when you're on your duty, when you're on your father duty and you're doing what you need to do, this can't be it. This can't be it, right? This can't be where you need to be, right? It has to be better. It has to be better. We must develop the skills necessary to adapt. We must build, build the necessary ambition and, and, and realistic goal setting when we have a family, as fathers, as men, okay? I'm not going to say it's a must and a duty, but it's ordained, okay? Ordained for us 
to help provide for these things. And I say word, help provide, because our queens do the same. They help us be more of a man. They help us complete us as men. So with that being said, we have to help complete ourselves that we can help them be the mother, right? So we can work together, right? So we can do things as one. But if all I do is trying to hover you, cover you, remind you of bullshit, and we constantly in an argument, and we're not developing, we're not building, we're not doing anything, what just sense? We're going to live in fear and anger, and the only time we're not in fear and anger is when we're busting out in the bed and smoking or something or drinking something. That's not living. That is, that is horrible. That's not even, that's not living, man. That is, that is misery. That is misery. Fathers, my brothers, men, take time to heal. Take down the walls. Take it down to a level that you feel uncomfortable or comfortable at the same time. And I say this because you're taking it down so you can rebuild it, that you are comfortable, that you are doing what you need to do, that you are doing all that you can do without confusion, frustration, aggression, loneliness, depression, without these things being nourished right underneath your nose. I say this, my brothers, and I'll leave you with this thought. Love the one you with. Love yourself enough to know the difference between love and just simply, you know, omitting your love. Be who you always want to be, the dad you wish you had. Don't live through fear and don't live through your emotions carelessly. Live through the fact that you know that you are a man and that you are a father and you want the best for your children and wife, your household. Love the fact that you are capable and, and, and able to provide, even if it's laugh, even if it's just gestures, even if it's just to build, even if it's just to make your family happy, safe and secure. There's always room to learn. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt your ability. And for those who are in the position that they feel that they are balanced, there's always room to grow. Who feel that you, others who may feel that, you know, I don't need nobody to tell me nothing. So true. So true. But be mindful that arrogance, the boastfulness, and, and the ability to think that you know all will get you nothing and lose all. Don't be so prideful that you cannot learn or listen to your partner. Listen to you. Open your ears and be mindful of this. Be mindful of these actions. Be mindful of all that you are doing. I say this, my brother, please, please, I beg of you, brothers, look to your wife, look to your family, look at your children and think to yourself, how can I be a better or a father that I wish I had if all I'm doing is blocking them if all I'm doing is protecting them from something that has not or will not happen if I don't protect them from it, if I don't teach them, how can I protect them if I don't teach them? How can I love them if I have not expressed this? How can they know better and know me as a man, as a father, as a husband, if I don't allow them to love me, let them in? I can't crack the door and say, squeeze your big ass body through it. I have to open up and say, come in. And I have to do it openly, willingly, without judgment, without the noose, right? We have to do this in love. We do this without judgment, without personal biases. Does this mean you're going to have a perfect relationship? No. Does this mean you're not going to have an argument? No. But it will eliminate the jealousy, the fear of 
empty or abandonment, it would eliminate, okay, eliminate the personal biases that you may have of whoever you're dealing with. You will know that they are not their parents and they are not their friends. They are not who they came from or the family they were born into. They will be who you love in them. That's my takeaway. That is my whole legit of it. Don't live through fear. It is a wicked deception. And it's perception and assumption that will get you alone and damaged. My brothers, have a blessed morning. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed evening. Check me out on father, uh, fathertorch.com. Subscribe. Listen to me for our, our Sunday. And, and again, make this make this your reality. Not to live in fear, but live in love. To live to heal and trust in your protection, your ability to teach, love, and protect without judgment. I'm your host, Ron Jarrah Stafari.